Hey everybody, welcome to Continue Watching. My name is Anton. And this is Tyler. I am Trey. And today we are watching Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 came out in 2010. Uh, is of course the second movie in the vast universe of the Marvel Universe. Um, currently available vast. in... I think it's vast. There's a lot, lot theater-wise, or video movie-wise... Marvel. I was just giving like a cool echo. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so available to watch on Disney Plus. Also available to watch on Amazon Prime if you have Prime Video. So go ahead and watch that if you have yet to do so. Uh, and so this is Iron Man 2. The quick description. With the world now aware of his identity as Iron Man, Tony Stark must contend with both his declining health and a vengeful madman with ties to his father's legacy. So what do you guys think about it real quick oh it was uh it was good i weep for the lost potential i like i like i don't know it was sad that this movie could have been so much better if they would have just let him make the movie he wanted to make are you talking about john uh john favreau where it's pronounced yeah the director it was he said that the interference from the studio was so bad that that's why he didn't uh, do the third one. I didn't know that he didn't do the no, do the third one. Uh, Shade Black did it. He was the one who ended up writing this, helping write this one, and wrote the third one as well. Hmm. He also directed the lethal and wrote the lethal weapon series, and he's in the movie Predator. Nice. Oh, well, uh, I liked it uh, in in total. I would say that it isn't better than the first one, but I did like it. Still. Uh, re- meets my expectations when it comes to superheroes, a superhero movie. That's uh, good. I think I I think it would be hard for us. There's not very many movies in Marvel that beat the first Iron Man for me, like Winter Soldier does, and I think Infinity War. What about Iron Man Two? How does that? <laughs> I mean, while we're on the topic, it's on the bottom half. It, it does have Justin Hammer in it, which I I do like. I like Sam Rockwell a lot. Yes, but it's on the bottom <laughs> half. It's no, it's not in the bottom. It's lost in that middle ground that is most Marvel movies to me. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's it, not fun. It's it's the less you think about it, the better it is. But I mean, I definitely get what you say. Uh, you've said it before. Like, there's that Marvel method, whatever. And I mean, like, I at least and I enjoy it. Well, the when going into these types of movies, I know what to expect. I uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's they definitely have their formula down to be just a fine, fun popcorn thing. You know what I mean? But the first Iron Man movie, I think, was something special because Iron Man was the villain of his own movie for the most part. I mean, yeah, the Iron Monger, like the final fight, but it was way more about Tony not being shitty anymore. And I think this one kind of tried to do that and then was like, psych, there's this Russian guy. Also, his dad loves him after five minutes. Uh, here's the final fight. Hmm. Fun fact, actually, this is the cinematic or Marvel Cinematic Universe debut of Spider-Man. Supposedly. Yeah, I, think I think that's true. stupid. So, like, is it, I think is they've it... come out and confirmed. Oh, okay. If then, then, unless they did confirm it, I was like, I was thinking that was still very skeptical. It's actually just me. <laughs> Tyler I was the extra. Yeah. Have yeah. either of you seen Chef? Just don't tell. No. Uh, no. 
I can be honest and say, no, I haven't. It's actually a really good movie. I don't know what that is. I've seen Iron Chef. <laughs> no, it's a really good movie with uh, John, or I always pronounce his name, John Favreau. Favreau. Yeah, Favreau, um, where he is a famous chef and has a public freakout and he loses his job, starts a food truck and driving it around. Um, and it has a lot of Scarlett Johansson in it as well and a bunch of people from Iron Man, that movie. Is it like Iron Man one and a half? <laughs> oh. If there was a food truck parked outside and you're filming the crew, yes. <laughs> I, I think that came out of the movie Chef is that John Favreau enjoyed cooking because he learned how to cook for the movie. Yeah, he cooking so much that now he has a show where he yes, yeah. and it's, it's the guy a, who taught him how to cook. Yeah, on Netflix called The Chef Show, based upon the movie Chef, and the the sh- the person that he's cooking with on the Netflix series The Chef Show is the cook from that movie that helped him teach him how to cook for that movie. And they just they continue to cook, yeah, it's, continuously to cook together. That's like almost a romance, kinda a chef romance. Turn up the heat and cook some meat. I'd check it out if you haven't seen it, Tyler. It's pretty good. Chef or the chef show? It's just chef. Both. Both are good. Yeah, the chef show is them just cooking and talking at the same time. Pretty much it. I love people talking. Mm-hmm. And you can watch them cook while they're doing it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um, let's see. Who cooks in Iron Man 2? How can I make a segue? Oh, uh, unofficial whiplash cooks cars, kind of. I would say that the robot that doesn't show up after this in the next Iron Man movie that he threatens to turn into a clock. <laughs> you know, I really hate that interaction. I hate that, that robot. What? Why? What? Are you telling me it's like sentient? Yeah, in a way. No, it's stupid. It's like he programmed <laughs> it to be a little comic relief of the of the workshop. He, yeah, but he was in the first movie. He was a carryover that was kind of funny. Not really, because I don't like the sad noises it does. Like what? Where's its fucking mouth, huh? Where's its? <laughs> why does it have speakers? Why can it, it make noises? It's revving its, it's engines. Servo motors in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh that was me shutting down good unplug the bitch <laughs> why are you having to do menial tasks that like it's like the butter robot from rick and morty it's oh, useless yeah. yeah but so no but yeah but so <laughs> i like that, the, that I, like but the robot guy. I don't he could you know i i wish that he well let me choose my words carefully I wish that he suffered atrocities in World War II. I'll just put it at that. No! What? <laughs> yes. Not a fan. Especially after listening to Dan Carlin's hardcore history. <laughs> Brought to you by... Us. I really was thinking that this movie, would they would let Tony be the villain again. You know? so Because he, he kind of regressed right back to how he was at the start of the first movie. At the start of this one. Yeah. He went back to being a real piece of shit. <laughs> But he wasn't selling weapons, remember? Oh, he just was one. I do. I like. I like in the the hearing how he, how Justin Hammer calls him Anthony. Ah, uh, yeah, I really like how he calls him because he calls him Anthony at the uh, at the racetrack thing. Yeah, he he doesn't call him Tony to his face. He calls him Anthony. Very respectful. Um, there are. 
I think my biggest problems like with the with the plot and with the way things happen are just because of what's his name? Yancone? Anton? Antone? Vonko? Because of because of Antone. Yeah. Ivan Ivan Vonko. <laughs> Ivan Van Antone. Yeah. If he wasn't in the story, most of my problems wouldn't be there. Yeah. Cause like the whole like unveiling of Whiplash. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what if hear me out? This is a deep one. <laughs> deep conspiracy. Big thinker. What if Tony just stayed at the restaurant? Lesson here, Mr. <laughs> then what? He's just on the racetrack? All right, Tyler V. Movies. <laughs> I don't know if you've... We were watching videos. I feel bad we didn't share them with you. Um, but one of them was Nando V. Movies, and he talks about how he would fix Iron Man 2 by removing Whiplash. It's, it's true, though. No, I'm with you. I I think that just because Justin Hammer is the perfect foil for Tony. He's everything that's bad about Tony. So as we delve deeper into this awful person that Tony's becoming, and he can see it right there and why he needs to fix his shit, and then we have to stop every so often to go back to Russian guy. Yeah. And just to make sure that my opinions are unbiased, I didn't fully watch that video. I stopped at that point because I was like, you know what? He is right. And then I started to think. It just doesn't make sense to have him there. I, and like the whole bird. What's yeah. the point of the bird? He doesn't even get his bird. A, a lot of problems that happened with Funko is that that's one of the things that Marvel Studios really changed about him. He said that most of his performance was left on the, the cutting room floor and that rewrites were happening to the to the script as they were filming the movie. Marvel would come in and say, no, no, we want you to do this instead. Ooh. Would you just would you say that's just because he's a bad actor or just the character itself was just poorly written didn't he win a an oscar or was he nominated for an oscar like the year before i'm just saying in his role i'm not saying he's a bad actor in general like all-encompassing i think i think for the movie the because the movie has too many things going on and the way the movie was written and filmed it makes him see the most expendable yeah okay because there's and his all... character just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's all the time there's there's always characters that actors play that they just don't fit into that role. So just wanted to see if like that had any. No, I, and I like Mickey Rourke and some of the stuff he. I liked him in the wrestler, and I don't mind him in this because you can tell that he's really going all out. He's really trying hard to act good on this, you know. Yeah. But... And I, I think that we missed out on a lot of his performance because, like you said, it was cut down. And I, I have a part of the problem I have with Marvel movies is them doing stuff like that. You know, is is not letting creators create movies. Mm-hmm. Where they have to step in and interfere. We could have lost Black Widow, apart from her being hot, having that one scene, is only there to set up the Avengers. And Sam Jackson only shows up to expose it. And say, hey, uh, no, you don't have to have any kind of moral dilemma going on with your with your dad and Vanko. Your dad isn't a greedy person who stole all this credit so he could have his own empire. Vanko was going to sell this stuff to the Russians. Like, your dad's a good guy. You don't have to worry about it. He just, like, showed up to solve problems and expose it and then left. Yeah. Well, I did like the whole him in a donut scene. It would have been better if, like, Pepper or somebody had found him there. And so you still could have that iconic shot, but it would stop expanding outwards when the movie doesn't need that to go on. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
How heavy do you think his suit is? In the first movie, he shuts it off and he falls through like six floors. But in the second, I th- isn't it an, like an upgraded suit? Before he invents a new element, is that an, still an upgraded suit? Well, that's the Mark IV. Is the Mark III the one he fought uh, Ironmonger with was damaged? And you can see it in the background. And then he made the Mark IV, which is the one that came in. And so do you think it's lighter? Because otherwise, how strong... What's the structural integrity of the donut? Maybe he's using <laughs> anti-gravity fields. He doesn't have that. <laughs> we don't know that. We can assume. Listen, he has repulsors, something that's <laughs> physically impossible. Like, he can obviously be okay. Well, I'm pretty sure it could have just been a light version that you know wears around the house, like a bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, this, this suit, it's uh, not combat ready. It's breathable Egyptian cotton. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, no. It's just one of those things that we have to guess at. Another thing I have to guess at is he got the whole new element from his dad, right? Yes. Basically. Why didn't his dad invent it then? He didn't have the laser beam. Didn't, yeah, didn't have the technology. Yeah, the hydron the collider. Yep. Um sounds really fishy to me. Why couldn't yeah. his dad like Here's my problem. He has technology that no one else has. Tony Stark. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Arguments? No? Okay. He has technology no one else has. Why was his dad bound to the technology of his time? Why didn't he have technology no one else had? He does, but it's still not advanced. How advanced are we talking? He has (sighs) color TV? Well, think about it this way. Look at the planes they had 50 years ago. Like, yeah, the Germans had jet planes 50 years ago but nothing like what we've got now. Tony Stark has nothing like what we have now. It's a comic book. My problem is that his dad just happened to create the element that perfectly healed him of being sick and solved all his problems. First of all, his dad didn't create shit. He created a park. (laughs) And for some reason, sprinkled in some cryptic code to make a new element. Anthony created it, all right? (laughs) Which is wild. All these private tapes specifically for S.H.I.E.L.D. They couldn't have been like, hey, here's this badass new element. Here's all you need to know, my son, that I wrote, that I said this to. Yeah, you're my nope. greatest creation. Here's this new element. You're my greatest creation. Now prove it, bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. Make a new element. I really... It was such a cool idea that, one, Anthony Stark was a cold piece of shit. Or not Anthony, his dad. Howard Stark was a cold, mean piece of shit. And then Tony grows up and it acts the same way. It's <laughs> his literal Stark blood. The literal Stark blood he has is poisoning him. You know what I mean? His continued arrogance through the use of the Iron Man armor is killing him. So now he's going to do it. And then they're just like, hey, nope, your dad loves you. Here, here's the, he brings up his, his father issues. And then five minutes later, his dad loves him and he's cured. Like literally <laughs> five minutes of actual... Time. 300 seconds and these problems are all solved uh it's because the movie delves into deep themes uh such as the legacy of our fathers no it and doesn't once a legacy is cleansed uh then heal healing begins time heals all wounds and new elements heal blood <laughs> see and yeah that's what they were going for and then marvel said no 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 but nick fury needs to show up and don't forget that the Hulk is here. And like, wouldn't it be funny if after 
Brody, 10 minutes earlier, was telling him that he was here for him no matter his problems. Later showed up, beat the shit out of him, and stole property from him. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a funny thing to have happen? <laughs> I really don't get the party scene. It's supposed to be Tony's lowest moment. And it is, kind of. Yeah, but it's like... And then instead he's, of solving he's the drunk and stumbling everywhere, and then he's just like, oh yeah, I can fight. Well, instead of the problems, him solving the problems himself, Nick Fury shows up and does it for him. Tony Stark doesn't have True. to grow as a person anymore. He can continue to be that selfish piece of shit because it works out for him. The character growth from the first movie isn't there anymore because Marvel won't let us not like Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Old move, Cotton. Yeah, I do. And, and yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. But how, how much better would it have been? Because, you know, Tony's causing these problems. If instead of Whiplash blowing shit up at Monaco, Tony gets in the driver's seat and crashes and almost dies and causes a bunch of problems himself. It continues to be the problem. That would be cool. I mean, you kind of yeah, like that described so Age of Ultron. Better. Yeah, in a, in a but sense. Age of Ultron <laughs> also pulled the punches. Yeah. I, I, I would argue I could just be describing a lot of Marvel movies. <laughs> well, I'd have to see Age of Ultron again, but I remember not thinking it was Tony's fault. He takes... He feels guilty about it. The fact that it happened. Even but it's, like, it, not really his fault. I mean, like, kind of is. Ultron? He's the one who still... Isn't it, the... isn't it like everyone is, like... no? He does it in secret, doesn't he? No. Well, he had the AI, and he made the... Um, uh, he combined it. It's been so long since I've seen Age of Ultron. With exactly the, how it with this something. Yeah, and so he just makes uh, makes Ultron essentially and takes over his system and has a bunch of cyborgs. So yeah, it is kind of his fault. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It's not his fault that Ultron is like bad. Uh, it would be argued that the Infinity Stone that he used to build it gave him Ultron his own brain and thought process so he developed past the point of being an actual ai and could be the, you could make that argument i just remember that it wasn't i didn't get the feeling from me the viewer and i mean my opinion isn't what everyone else has but i wasn't like wow tony's an asshole because of this or he it's all his fault blah blah i was like it's not really his control like things new shit came to light in ultron or are we talking about iron man 2 as well still no ultron Ultron, yeah. And then does, doesn't, like, all the characters blame him? Well, yeah. It's kind of fucked. Yeah. I I understand the point where you mean, like, it's, like, the, the ball's already rolling. It's not... It, that's just the way it is. But it, it's more just along the line that he did start rolling that ball, turning that... I feel like mostly he put the ball down, didn't know it was on a hill. But he still put the ball but down. I came putting the ball of, down wasn't the problem. The, the problem was that it was on the hill. I don't know. We're, we have, we're not watching it. I, again, like I said, I'd have to watch it again. I'm going off my pieces of broken memory. I think Iron Man and Ultron kissed in that movie a lot. It was, it was a very um, sweet I might have watched the wrong film. <laughs> Captain America's, America's like, look, I'm, I'm from back in the day. I'm pretty old-fashioned. This shit doesn't fly. He was against the love to begin with. But and again, like I said, you could make, I think, that argument that I've described a lot of Marvel movies because they really, I mean, they perfected the template where they're perfect, the perfectly fine, I mean, action movies, action comedies. And, and it is nice to sit down and, like, get what you're expecting. 
and I'm and I'm fine with that. But I get frustrated when stuff like Iron Man two, where you could see they were trying for so much more, where they were they stifled that. You know, they killed the creative process. So it was those things. Yeah. Look, I don't want to derail us, but have you heard my cat? Yeah. <laughs> yes. My dog barked really loud what earlier. What the fuck is he doing? He won't shut up. <laughs> Do you? Did you watch it with me? Do you have input? Then shut your mouth. <laughs> He's been trying to fucking use him the punk. Time. He was a fucking... I can't even remember his name. The Russian. Ivan? Ivan, yeah. I keep thinking Anton now. <laughs> his dad's name was Anton. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah, my cat really liked him. Favorite part. Too bad. I feel like he was too smart for his good. Like, it didn't... His intelligence was not believable. Well, and... They they did the whole dark side of Tony Stark thing again, where they had they had two people doing that. You know what I mean? Where he's an evil Iron Man, and then they have evil, but they're also just like evil yeah. scientist Tony. And that's yeah. pretty much like the only well, like time. Hammer. Yeah, I mean, out of all of the the movies, all, all superhero movies, that's like the only anti-hero in the entire universe so far. Like he's the only anti, like anti-Thor or anti. Black Widow or something like that. So the only he's the only anti Tony Stark. Uh, I, what about the? I think say the Winter Soldier's pretty an, like the anti Captain America in uh, that movie. I guess actually, yeah, you can say that. Does he have two real arms? No, but he has a the overpowered little thing. Right, but I think they if they would have just picked one of those villains, it would have been a much better movie because the scene where he's in there talking to Vanko in prison is like the actual most dramatic part of the film. Like the tension in that room between the two of them is really awesome. And it really could have played into the fact of like, was Howard Stark a bastard? And is Tony just as big of a bastard? Is his empire built on theft? You know? Do you think the viewer rating um, plays into that at all? Like you gotta, there's a point where you are family friendly and then uh, moderately friendly. It's kind of what I'm saying. A PG-13 to a PG. Or... Oh, I see what you're saying. No, because, I mean, you could have the dark, interesting things between the two of them in a PG-13 movie. Iron Man 2. So I'm on Inverse.com, which is... So they asked 6,000 people to rank the MCU movies, and Iron Man 2 is 20th out of 23. Damn. Average score... Average score is 7.17. So still, like, pretty good, but yeah, The Incredible Hulk is the worst one, I guess. With, uh, what's his name, Norton? Yeah, Norton. I actually like that one. Then Thor The Dark World, and then Captain Marvel, and then Iron Man 2. And then Iron Man, oh, Iron Man 3. Age of Ultron's 13th. Winter Soldier's 9. What? I've never probably, seen it. Probably Endgame. Yeah, Endgame is. I've never it. seen that one either. Black Panther's also 5th, which... Panther, I don't think. Well, I mean, out of all my the Marvel movies, I I don't know what I'd rate them. I I think five for the most part on Marvel movies, perfectly average, middle of the road. No, like what I'd rate them compared to each other. Oh, I mean, yeah. I have, like I said, I've got like. If you sorry, com- Anthem, go ahead. no, you're good. Like if you compare it to like a specific movie, then I I think that's perfectly fine. But I do usually try to go into like almost every single Marvel uh, as its own standalone almost like i don't rely on any like that we need too much from another movie 
because you get a lot of changing in marvel because especially when it comes to like the dark world and then to um, thor ragnarok that's like a real huge 360 in styles so i don't really try to compare them to each other you have to now yeah because it's I mean, your job when we're done with all 23 movies you're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> I, make you okay your like pick. you said like doing it like as a group i don't think i would be able to do that but just say like iron man one to iron man two yeah easily can say one's better than i i'm kind of with you where i I have a top like three or four marvel movies and then the rest of them are all the same rank they're kind of just like vanilla ice cream or they're good but they're vanilla ice cream you know what i mean safe you know what you're Mm -hmm. getting i thought the ragnarok one was pretty good Oh no, Ragnarok! I'm extremely. <laughs> I liked Ragnarok. I'm just saying, like compared to, uh, dark the Dark World, it's completely different. But if you put all three Thors together compared to all three Iron Mans, I mean, you start to add in a lot of different complicated comparisons that are why something's better than another. I I'm one of the few that doesn't like Ragnarok very much. Why? It's a personal thing. So at the time in Marvel Comics going on, Thor had lost his hammer, just like he did in Ragnarok. And it was a super emotional story. It was really good reading. Um, he only recently got it back, like last year, I think, with the War of the Realms event. But uh, Different situation, though. It was just too... Because right? the hammer's not destroyed. He just couldn't pick it up anymore. No, it's... Right. But, I mean, it's such a character-defining thing for... You know what I mean? And it shows back up in Endgame for a second where he picks it up and he's like, and he has that emotional moment about still being worthy. Mm-hmm. Which I think Thor should have been depressed from Ragnarok onward. And he's my favorite Marvel character. And so I, I don't like the trajectory his character took. Mm-hmm. Where especially in the comics, they had a template for how to do it well. And don't get me wrong, I think Taika Waititi is a fantastic director. I love Hunt for the Wilder People. I want to see Jojo Rabbit. I just don't like the direction they took in Thor Ragnarok. So it's like, yeah, it's a fun, lighthearted movie, but it just, just like Iron Man 2, it could have been better if they would have done it a little different to me. And, and I, I obviously like, you know, more darker, dramatic, serious things, I think. But I, I really think... What about that... Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm reading through the, uh, <laughs> the Marvel movies because <laughs> I, I've seen maybe half. I haven't seen a lot because it's just like, to me, it's not that interesting. Um, like I've seen, let me just go through the quick list. I've seen all the Iron Mans. Well, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's a four. I hope not. There isn't. Uh, I've seen Thor. Okay. The Avengers. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Age of Ultron. I've seen almost all of Ant-Man because I watched it when I was donating. So I know some of it. I know he gets V small. <laughs> Uh, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Ragnarok, Black Panther. Uh, oh, maybe I've seen Ant and the Wasp, not Damn, Ant-Man. That's bad. I've seen one of them where he gets really small and saves some old lady or something. That's so vague. <laughs> really uh, I've seen Infinity War, and that's it. So you've seen most of the ones that are on the that are more recent, not the as many beginner ones. No. Well, in phase one, I only missed out on Incredible Hulk, Captain America. Phase two, I missed out on about half. And then phase three, 
Oh, I saw I saw Civil War. Civil War made me upset as well. <laughs> I think the only movie I felt like watching it that I was disappointed in, and I know I just said it was good, but Ragnarok, because I wanted, I read World War Hulk, mm-hmm. like before I watched it. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you did you read World War Hulk or did you read Planet Hulk? I think both. So Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk is... is when he just has his own fucking planet, and then World War Hulk is when he comes back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and he, exactly. And he beats the shit out of everyone. Yeah, everyone that sent him off to the other planet. Yeah, don't they have to use Sentinel or something? Yeah, they use the Sentry. The Sentry, yeah, close enough. Just dumb. But yeah, like I when I saw that he was on his own planet, I was like, oh my god, are they doing this? And they didn't. So that would have been so cool. That would have been a cooler way to, in my opinion, have the Hulk as a character. You if they did get, Planet Hulk. I think part of the problem is that the original the Incredible Hulk did not very well. Yeah. People didn't really like it, and so they kind of gave up on Bruce Banner as a character in his own movies. We want it. Which is sad because Mark Ruffalo, I think, does a really good job. I think he does a great yeah. job, yeah. I mean he's no Edward Norton, but <laughs> I'm a big Ed Norton fan. I'm too. Fight Club, baby. Thank you, Cthulhu. He agrees. Dude, I'm about to do war crimes on this cat. <laughs> and Red Dragon was pretty good. That's a, the first Hannibal Lecter movie. Well, it was... Never never mind, that's not true. It's a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. So, technically the first? No, because there's an actual movie where Hannibal Lecter shows up earlier, and he's played by Brian Cox more famously known as the Captain from Super Troopers or Stryker from X-Men 2. I'm sure Brian Cox has been in other things, but that's where on a superhero kick anyway. Mm. How do you guys feel about the uh, X-Men movies? I like 1 and 2. And First Class. Logan? I don't like him X-Men as much movie? as Marvel. Oh, yeah, Lo- Logan is top of the... Prob- probably the best... Probably my favorite movie with a Marvel logo slapped on it. How could I have forgotten Logan? I feel foolish. Don't worry about it, boo. Nope. Um, Hammer. Oh, here's my thing. I don't think... Um, How am I going to say this? We were talking about how it would have been better if it was just Hammer. <laughs> um, I think if it was just Hammer, he needed to be a little more like... I don't want to say evil, but like bad. You know what I mean? Well, I think... And like I said, the Nando V movies did it really well. Or is like he would or he would use the mill after Rhodey steals the suit, he would steal that suit as well. From the, or get it from the military from the senator. That's what it was from the senator from the beginning. That mm-hmm. uh told <laughs> that said F you to Tony Stark. Um and he would use remote control technology to uh have that be fake Iron Man and have his drones like have Iron Man attack the thing and have his drones fight him off to win the the contract. Thought he already had the contract. Or I don't know, defeat Iron Man. But I mean, whatever his other purpose to, like, was to, to flex on everyone. Yeah, just just to get rid of Iron Man, so he never has to deal with Tony Stark or his get rid of his competition as a competitor over again. Yeah. Okay. So I think I, I don't think he had the time to shine to be evil. You know what I mean? Where he was. Yeah. He's talking to Vanko and he's like, "You got to kill his legacy." That seemed pretty evil to me. Mm. More business, but yeah, I don't know. There are times I just felt like he was a little too corny. Did you like his dance? 
when he danced mm. on stage. <laughs> yeah. Feels all right. So, fun fact, that's actually something Sam Rockwell does to, like, psych himself up before he, like, acts. That's really funny. And they saw that, and they're like, hey, that's pretty cool. Could you do that for on screen with Justin Hammer? He's like, okay, sure. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. This is for off screen only. Well, he would be well within his rights to do that. I think, I think Sam was probably one of my favorite parts. And the fact that a lot of that dialogue is, uh, like, on the spot. They didn't really have a fully fleshed out script. It, uh... What was it? John Favreau said he got Sam Rockwell specifically because he needed somebody with enough charisma to not be overshadowed by um, freaking Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Or as Jeff Bridges says in that interview, Downey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, we were all in Downey's trailer, man. And it's like, Jeff, can't call people that. Ah, oh, damn, dude. We... Not the preferred you know, comparing... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, comparing... Um... <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay, comparing Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2. Um, God, the whole like Obadiah and Tony Stark, that was really good. Because it did... I felt like that was a good example of what we were missing in Iron Man 2, right? Because Jeff Bridges, great actor. I think he really commands the presence on screen. Um, not just with like, because I think he is pretty charismatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also has just a very um, uh, ear grabbing voice. And he is pretty big in that movie, like large in stature. Physically speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, tall and he looks brooding. He looks good in that movie. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like they basically just took like a character like that, just split it into two and then didn't give either enough time to really, I don't know, be felt, you know? Yeah. And I think I get what you're saying. And a thing they do across all Iron Man movies, it shows up in the third one is they give you like the dark mirror to Tony Stark. Cause is Aldrich Killian. Is that his name? The bad guy from Iron Man 3 is the same way, where he's like, man, if Tony Stark was a little shittier, this is who we, how he would be. And yeah, that, that was something that we did get that was, I think that was really well done in Iron Man 1. And ha- they tried to do it otherwise, and it didn't work. You felt that Obadiah would, was Tony Stark if he was shittier? It's what Tony Stark was. It's like that weapons monger, the warmonger, you know what I mean? That ta- Tony okay. Stark was just happy to make money and sell weapons that killed people until he had that life-changing event in the East. Okay, so in that aspect, yeah. Not like they had a bunch of stuff in common. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my mistake. Um, I was hearing it wrong. Or to- Tony having a bunch of shitty father figures, though. Uh, well, he should have just stuck with Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah, Bonesaw is, is Tony Stark's dad. <laughs> Outfit. Did your husband make it? He did. Actually, yes. You're on the wrong side of history, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have anything uh, new to say about Iron Man 2? I think that's about it. Like we're just kind of circle jerking around one main <laughs> thing we don't like. Yeah. What's the thing that we don't like? 
uh, two characters that weren't a good foil. Don't forget the Avengers bullshit that didn't need to be there. Yeah, too many plot points, not enough development for all of them. Uh, Sam Jackson, great acting. I loved him (laughs) on screen, but he just came in and said, hey, here's your problem solver. Well, I think, too, that we haven't really given Anton a chance to tell us what he liked about it. Because I know, Anton, you like this movie, right? That's why you picked it? No, he agreed with everything we said. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I do agree with what... To me, it's good to hear what you guys have to say about it. I enjoyed the movie, yes. Because I've I've always enjoyed superheroes. Um, I read comics growing up, and I think that uh, everything Marvel is doing is really good, and it's a good family friendly movie that I don't regret uh, watching every single every single time. And there's not a lot of movies that I, or even more so, group of movies that I can watch more than once and not regret. Yeah. See, I didn't want I didn't want to railroad Anton and just believing he believed the same as us tyler no but we're I mean, louder than him <laughs> no i mean and it's good it does like, that's the I, thing no but i i mean i get and i understand where you're coming from i mean coming from a non-nostalgic viewpoint yeah there's a lot of things that can be improved on i'm not i don't think that yeah mickey Rourke was a good fit for his position either but story-wise i mean was decent um you still got the superhero moments you wanted, and to me, the story held up enough. See, not everything we agreed with. Feel bad? <laughs> you feel bad yet? No, I'm never gonna feel bad. Hear that? Hear that, listeners? Tyler doesn't have a conscience. I have no remorse. <laughs> My mistakes, I accept them. I don't feel bad. I uh, I don't know. Well, I I, oh I love. God. I'm with you, Anton. I love comic books. I like Marvel. I'm a DC guy more than I'm a Marvel guy, but yeah. And I have like, I'm, I didn't grow up DC either. Like I, I was Marvel. So when I see all of like the, the Marvel or the, the DC movies, I'm, I don't see them in the same light as Marvel at all. And like, there are great. They're typically darker. Obviously. Um, there are great movies for DC, but to me, they just, they don't, Punch as hard, I guess you can say. The story doesn't stand. I think up. it's I mostly because think... they're not, they're not that good. The DC ones. Yeah, and I think DC's learning that when you just, and I I saw it with the Joker, where they're just like, you know what? Let's just let him make a movie. Let's just let will just step off. Let these guys make a movie. And I think it benefited from that. And I'm excited for the Batman movie because I think they're doing the same thing. I really like the Planet of the Apes films. And Matt Reeves is a director. I trust. I like the trailer. So, and I hope that Marvel sees the success that DC's done, especially now that they've gone a year without releasing a Marvel movie for the first time in 12 years mm-hmm. and have, have ended their big phase. Because I'm at a point with Marvel now where they already killed half the universe. There's nothing that they can do. And they're getting rid of everyone I think is interesting, except for Thor. But I don't know what Marvel's going to do to bring me back want to be like what's next well i'm assuming they're of course going to be going into the multiverse because of uh, i think they released or if it was leaked or as a working title but uh the next doctor strange is multiverse of madness and they kind of teased it in spider-man homecoming that there's multiple earths so 
They've got to be expanding The only reason, yeah, I mean, there's also a Spider-Verse movie that's supposedly in the works with the past Spider-Man, Peter Parker's. Um, but They're supposed to show up in the, in the third one, I think. Something. Where Doctor Strange has taken over for the Spider-Verse. Yeah, and like the reason why I'm saying that is because all of the stuff that Marvel has acquired, X-Men and all of that, um, if they're going to want to get that played in without having to go, this is just a completely new thing, because then they'd have to think of new actors, most likely, um, is that it's just a multiverse and they um, do like a Secret Wars thing and all of the worlds just come together or something like that. I can't... Well, and the focus, you know, with the... Because the Infinity Stones were teased all the way... Or Thanos was teased all the way back in Thor when the mm-hmm. Infinity Gauntlet shows up in Odin's treasury. Yeah. And the only person I think that they could be... I mean, a nihilist, but that's another universal threat, which I think would be a mistake. But what else do you build up to after 10 years? You know, the whole universe should be threatened or there's no stakes. But also Doctor Doom would be a cool villain, but they just can't nail Fantastic Four at the scene. Yeah. I don't know. Well, with the whole doing the uh, Immortals... Or not Immortals. Um, I can't remember what it... Eternals. I'm thinking they're going along the lines of the beings that were wielding the Infinity Stones. Um, like, they're just taking a step back like to the like the people that essentially had the upbringing of the Infinity Stones. And I, I don't... I think Thanos in Infinity War was such a good villain. One of my favorites of all time. I just... Going back and seeing what Marvel started off with makes me kind of... I'd, I wouldn't mind watching all the movies over again, but I think I'm just burnt out on the kind of movie. Okay. Is, I think, what I'm saying after talking about it for an hour. No, I don't think you are. Sorry, man. Okay. All right. Well, number rating. Six. A ten. Be serious. Divided by two. Divided by two. Uh, Five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think six just because... It's. I, I like the filmmaking. I really like the cinematographer. I like John Favreau as a director. Um, but I feel like there was a lot of wasted potential. I'd say six. Uh, there are definitely yeah. six. Yeah, I'd definitely say that there are definitely improvements that do need to be made, and I see this as very early stages of its like the whole Marvel development. So you probably it more. That we watch, I'll probably have higher scores, of course, but um, I'd say six on this. Ooh, I expected better, but I don't mind it. I don't mind the rating. I like your uh, your reasoning. I give it a five because I just I've never really liked superhero movies. That's fine. Fix yourself. But again, everyone, five is not bad. What is I it? will not. I'm not. I have nothing to fix. I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> I'm remorse. I'm remorseless and perfect. We got a regular old sociopath. Goddamn right. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I, I say six. It's a serviceable movie. It's. I. It's. I think more of a disappointment because it wasn't as good as the first one. But uh, yeah, I'm not upset. I watched it. It made me want to watch Seven Psychopaths. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, what we're going to be watching next is The Witcher. Witcher is a Netflix original, so you will need a Netflix subscription to watch that. Available nowhere else. 
So get logged into a Netflix account wherever you can find it. Go ahead and watch those. Uh, they are 45 minutes in length. Uh, I don't remember how many episodes. I did not look. But go ahead and get watching those. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias. You can find links to those uh, at anchor.fm slash continue watching. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. So go ahead and like us and tweet at us and all that. So thanks for listening. Have yeah. a good one. Bye. Sayonara.